The following podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not represent other podcasts or affiliates of Gunna Geek. Check out more podcasts at GunnaGeek.com. And now get ready, because geekness starts in 3, 2, 1. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris. ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. Naki. So you're saying the balls are stuck to the roof of your mouth? There are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. <laughs> and the Atahe. And this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick. As they are joined each week with a guest host. Raging erections. Yeah. MMOs are like a lifestyle. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> we are getting stories. Whether you're going up against the uh, the armies of the English cavalry or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game. Making the supergroup known as all things good and nerdy. Welcome to our madness. My niece and nephew trick or treating, and there was this guy who was just being a total dick to his kids, and like saying, "You can't, you can't do that. Don't run. Don't, you know, don't have fun. Blah blah blah." He was just being this total dick, and I leaned over to my boyfriend and I go, "That guy should be a dick." And um, I didn't realize my niece, who was two years old, was standing right next to me, and. Uh, she parrots everything that I say, so the next house she runs up to, I uh, instead of saying trick or treat, she screams, "Eat a dick!" <laughs> and so that's basically how the next six houses went. Uh, with, Scott Williams uh, would be proud. <laughs> Were there any entertaining reactions? I, I couldn't get her to stop. So, so Naki, um, you do know the fact. That, I don't know uh, if everybody understands. New Google Hangouts goes live like three seconds after I click the button. So you got like your whole story in the pre-show roll here. Oh, does it really? Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad. I'm glad. The, the live is so much quicker this time around. <laughs> eat a dick. So, eat a dick. <laughs> there we go. On that pleasant note, <laughs> hello everyone and welcome to episode 81 of All Things Good and Nerdy, recorded live on Sunday, November 3rd, 2013. We are the podcast that is totally responsible for Batfleck. And by we, I mean Adahe. It is all your fault. Uh, My name is Chris. Joining Adahe. me today, we've got our regular guests, our regular hosts, rather. We've got Naki. I'm a guest now? Go me. Does that I mean an up- upgraded status and I don't have to do anything? That means you're fired. This is your last show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I had a good run. <laughs> well, poop. Uh, as you heard on there before, um, we also have the Adahe with us again today. Hello. And we have a brand new special guest host for you guys today. We haven't had... Well, we're getting a new crop. I guess we're getting a crop of a bunch of new guest hosts right now, which is a lot of fun for us. Joining us today, we've got Sari. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm part of a crop. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we Naki's had a lot of luck convincing people to come and join in our insanity lately, so it seems like new people are getting exposed to our brand of craziness. So I'm sorry. Although, although next week you have you have not one but two reoccurring guest hosts with Michelle and Anthony. Oh my. Are they gonna fight? They're chasing they're chasing Ryan's uh goal of, of 
or they're chasing Ryan and, and Anthony wants Anthony Airy instead of Ryan Uary this year. I don't know. Antonio? I don't know. Antonio. I don't know the right way to do it. We'll figure it out. Anthony? Anthony? Maybe. I don't know. But for those that aren't familiar, Genuine we Anthony. have a recurring guest host by the name of Ryan, who was the month, guest host for the entire month of, what was it, February or January last year? January. 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 So we called he it the month the of Ryanuary. He wants it again, crazy, and so does Anthony now, though. I don't know. <laughs> Fight to the death. Battle! I like this idea of fighting to the death. Battle royal! <laughs> Just don't play the Mortal Kombat music, because we'll get taken down off of YouTube. You can hum it, because Content ID won't recognize that, though. I have a Mortal Kombat tattoo. Like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, then you're not even singing to- tones, either. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the devil, we have one Anthony Bachman in the chat room today. He says, we will take Ryan down. Antuary is what he's calling it. Okay. Antuary. So they're going to battle for January, is what we're saying. <laughs> they do know there's like 11 other months in the year, right? I don't, I don't, I don't, Antuary just doesn't have a ring to it. I don't like it. Well, we can come up with something. we got a couple months till January. Or Antuary, or Ryanuary, or whatever we decide to call it this year. Seriary is just goofy. But it's it has fun. a weird sound to Seriary. it. I kind of like it. <laughs> well, <shit>. Okay. <laughs> Say it five times fast. It's like a tongue twister. <laughs> Seriary, 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 seriary. Hey, she pulled it off. I knew somebody would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys. Hey, didn't we? (laughs) Go ahead, Naki. What were you going to say? I don't remember. Explosions. Michael Bay. Explosions. Oh. There's a guy who was in my in my shop yesterday trying to convince me that this new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is going to be awesome. I want the movie, not the comic series. The comic series is awesome. The movie looks like shit. I want to punch him, but I'm not allowed to punch customers. You should have kicked him then in the shin. Just because you're not allowed to do something doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means you can't get caught doing it. That's true. I should have walked out to the parking point. lot. I could have followed him to the parking lot. Well, as we as we wrap this up, Anthony has said he's totally down for a battle to the death and fuck the Mortal Kombat theme. I'll beat his ass with full blown Danny Elfman soundtrack. Fuck yeah! <laughs> well this done, is sir. Why we love Anthony. <laughs> well done, sir. I enjoy your take on this. So <laughs> guys... Ryan's not around. <laughs> I'm still saying we need to have one show where it's all the guest hosts that run it, and then we do commentary in the background. I want to do a mystery science theater version. Yep, I'm totally down. We also need this. to do another drinking night. We're we're coming up in, on a year mark there. See, we have ideas. Now we just have to follow through on them, folks. <laughs> That's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> Damn, real life getting in the way of shenanigans. If West like Virginia was closer, I could just like poke you guys with a hot stick or something. I don't know. That sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> well, that would make you do shit. She's, she's going to do it to me, though. Yeah. Oh, well, proceed, I'll, then. That's okay. I'll poke Naki. Proceed. This is acceptable <laughs> behavior. 
Aww. <laughs> and the plus side, that does mean I get to see Sari, so there's a win there. See? Everybody <laughs> wins then. We get to witness Naki getting pain inflicted upon her, and Naki gets to see people. Everybody wins. <laughs> Hooray, and I get to see Max. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I'm going asshole. to hell. <laughs> what do you guys say? We Let's just roll in our news of the week. What do you guys say? News team! Assemble! Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. <laughs> Who wants to take their news first? I'll Any go takers? with mine. I'll go. Sweet. So this week, actually, I think it was it was actually like last week that was announced, and I didn't hear about it until this week, because that's generally how shit goes. Um... Uh, it was announced that Beware the Batman is on hiatus, and uh, that really pisses me off, because I fucking love Beware the Batman. Uh, the the statement from the network says, Currently, Beware the Batman is no longer on our air. DC Nation will continue on Saturday mornings at 10, 9 central with new exclusive shorts and a full hour of encore episodes of Teen Titans Go! If anybody's watched Teen Titans Go, it's fucking shit! That's exactly... All they've got left. They no. That's the thing is that they had fucking great shows. Let's talk Young Justice or the Green Lantern animated series or oh, my heart. Where the again. Batman or uh, Naki? You're making because, my heart hurt all over again after these things got. Canceled. I'm glad your heart should be breaking because you know what? These are fucking great shows that they aren't keeping on the air because quote unquote toys are not selling well. Do you know why the toys aren't selling well? Because they're twenty dollars more than what we used to buy them for, and on top of that, they're shit toys. Like, I haven't even. I haven't even seen Beware the Batman toys in the stores. Yeah, because no one wants, no store wants to purchase these toys because they're such shit. It's awful. Like I, the way that they have this, they're like, you know, people used to buy the toys all the time back in the nineties. Well, yeah, because the toys were good. Fuck, I wanted to play with my Transformers toys all the time, and I did, and I broke every single one of them. Toys. What? Yeah, this is, that was in the nineties when like. All kids had to play with was toys. Now most kids walk around with fucking iPhones. Yeah. That's true. You, My, you know what's ironic about this whole thing is they canceled Beware the Batman because of toys, and in the month of October they were the Happy Meal toy. Beware the Batman. Yep. That's kind of funny. It's it's fucked up. Like I'm just like guys. Number one, kids don't play with toys like they used to. Like my six year old cousin has an iPhone. Yeah, toys <laughs> toys are now iPads basically. Pretty much. And they're god-awful expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm pissed because I, I fucking love Beware the Batman. I know, Chris, you're not a fan of it. but they, I didn't particularly care for it, but at least it wasn't better than what they canceled. Is part of the reason why it bothered me so much is because it was they tried to make it a little too kid-friendly compared to Young Justice and Greenland, the animated series, which were shows that both kids and adults could watch, and it appealed to both. And... They got run off the air. I mean, I've said my feelings on that before. I've gone into super dick mode multiple times on Cartoon Network's decisions on those, and the way they just basically bury shows without telling anyone either, and then bring them back yeah. at random times to be like, oh, we gave you the chance, you just didn't watch it. I'm like, no, you fucking hid the show so nobody could watch it. Tamaguchi used to be a thing. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were. Um, there's, a, there's a guy who comes into my shop... Every week, and we talk about cartoons and stuff like that. And he's like, I want to see the ending of Samurai Jack. 
because they never actually finished it. And now this is back in the time when people actually used to sit down and watch cartoons, like how we used to watch cartoons because we didn't have DVRs and shit like that. And I had to TV. put stuff on VCR. <laughs> I remember doing that because I was not camping. And I was like, i got to make sure my VCR records Spider-Man. Yeah. Sure I mean, shit did. <laughs> yeah, and my VCR never fucking worked for that shit. <laughs> Which sucked. But I, mean, I don't think I ever tried to program it. I just recorded Xena manually. See, that works too. <laughs> I missed so many episodes of Buffy. Like, I've been doing a rewatch of Buffy, which I haven't actually done since I, it originally aired. And I never realized how many episodes I missed. <laughs> There's some really good ones, too, like Hush and Once More With Feeling that are completely different than anything else that was ever on TV. I loved Hush. For, for those that aren't familiar, Hush is the episode where nobody talks for the entire episode. Except, like, the intro That's and outro, awesome. I think. It, it was incredibly well done, but it worked really well because... They had built up that team group chemistry really well. Mm-hmm. And then once more with feelings, the musical episode, which is brilliant and probably was what led him to do Dr. Horrible. Yeah, I definitely heard yes. about that one. I feel like I need to give Buffy another chance and actually watch it because when it first came out, I was like really hardcore attached to the movie and it deviated from the movie Very much so. just enough so that I was just like, this sucks, this is totally wrong and I hate it. And Sarah Michelle Geller sucks, and she stole my name. And, <laughs> um, so I just never—I like watched a couple of episodes and just never really gave it a chance. So I feel, and it's Joss Whedon, you know. So why not? Yeah, it's the, really the good. The first season of that. Parts of it haven't aged yeah. well, though. <laughs> yeah, the first season is kind of rough to watch. Yeah. Fair enough. The, the first season is really rough to watch, to be honest. Yeah. But if you get past the first season. And, I mean, you need the first season for the character development, but, yeah, yeah the first season is rough. <laughs> and, and somehow Buffy turned into an advertising person. I just don't get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's really With good. Her, it's a good show. It's but apparently show. her father is Robin Williams, and I did not know that. I can't get into that show very much. I watched the first couple ones. but I, The first few were really bad. Like, like, the first one was mad, but it got better. Looking in the chat room right now, uh, Jeanette says hi, Sari. Hi, Jeanette. Hi, Jeanette. She didn't say hi to you. No, she didn't care. She didn't say hi to you, Naki. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Naki. (laughs) Hi, Sari. (laughs) See, now there you go. Yay, someone loves me. I'm going to go next with my news of the week and what I'm going to entitle Chris whines about Star Wars yet again because there's actually some more Star Wars news out that makes my heart hurt a little bit more. We I talked about I last week. I think we week, should just make this a segment. Chris whines about Star Wars, our weekly segment. Yes. All right, I'm down. Star nerd tears. I will. Yeah, nerd <laughs> tears. I like that one too. <laughs> I'm writing it down right now. Believe me. <laughs> See, it's right here. Nerd tears. <laughs> I like how in 58 you have a cough. 958. I got to edit a couple things out. That's all. I keep track of things as we do them. Yeah, we edit things here. Yeah, but don't remember. But remember, if you edit your podcast too much, you might lose a co-host. co-host. Lesson learned from the fanboy buzz at fanboybuzz.com. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to. I'm not. Nope. I'm not going to say anything. Nope. <laughs> that joke's already been dropped on another show this week. Don't worry about it. 
but let me get back to my news here. Um, last week I told you guys about the fact that um, Michael Arndt is officially off the script writing duties for Episode 7. They're basically starting over with Lawrence Kasdan and J.J. Abrams. In light of this, Kathleen Kennedy, who is the president at Lucasfilm, went to di- her head up at Disney, Bob Iker, who's the chairman, and asked for permission to push Star Wars 7 back to 2016 and was told flat out, no, you have to release it in 2015. There's too much merchandising and advertising already going into effect. So whether you're ready or not, basically, Star Wars 7 comes in 2015, and there's not even a script written yet. I'm officially scared, guys. I really am. We're supposed to have this film probably a year from now, or two years from now. And there's no script. (laughs) I'm scared. Is anyone else with me? There's there's a comic strip going around that I saw on Tumblr where it's uh, Darth Vader who starts hooking up with Maleficent. And they call it Star Wars Episode 7, and everybody's walking out shrugging and saying it's better than The Phantom Menace. It's not a high (laughs) line to pass, though. I don't know. I'd kind of, I'd kind of like to see Darth, Darth Vader hooking up with Maleficent. Yeah. Are we, are we talking like, you know, partnership in evil or hooking up like boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing? Luke it gets a baby off, brother. Evil. <laughs> it, it starts off a partnership of evil, and then they just kind of like become a thing. But like, technically, Maleficent just, like. I'm picturing them calling each other schnookums. <laughs> Well, we have a question. (laughs) We're using the uh, Q&A ability on uh, Google Hangouts. We have a question from Anthony on here. It says, are you nervous that old fans are going to want to return to nostalgia rather than a new storyline with more interesting expanding themes in reference to Star Wars? I kind of want them to do callbacks to the old stuff. You can do new stuff, but keep that sense of adventure that you had from the original trilogy in effect. That's what you lost in the prequel. There was no adventure. It was politics and space and craziness. Um, and don't disregard the extended universe that's already been created. Over oh, that's the past. already happening. Oh, I know. I, I really, I really want them to to not disregard it. I mean, make nods to it at least. You know. I mean, I don't. I think they they had a good idea by going by Star Wars Legacy. I think that would have made a good film you know, series, or even or the Thrawn trilogy. But if they had just adapted those either of those stories, you would have you would have had a success. I think they can balance nostalgia with interesting and new stuff. You can have callbacks to old things that everyone who's seen it before can smile and nod, go, Oh yeah, I remember that. That's pretty cool. But I'm for them doing interesting new things, but I'm like I said, I'm scared because a lot of this should be figured out. It was supposed to be based off of George Lucas's outlines, and for some reason, that script got canned, and we all know my feelings on J.J. Abrams. So, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. He's your favorite. Just He's look at what he did good, to Star Trek. He's not a very good storyteller. I'm sorry. Look what he did with Lost. That's why I don't watch Lost. And Alias, and... Yeah, yeah. he's a winner, guys. I like how he starts out things. My problem is how J.J. Abrams wraps Snuck things up. I'm scared. <laughs> but, Anthony, thank you for your question. That was a really good one. We appreciate it. Looking in the chat room right now, uh, Draftsman has said, you have every right to be afraid. Lucasfilm is now 
like Pixar, a pawn of Disney. It's product, not art, but Lucasfilm sucked before on like Pixar. I was going to say, I liked Pixar. I've always liked yep. Pixar. So. Yeah, but give Pixar credit. They realized the animated film they are working on for this upcoming summer wasn't going to be ready in time, so they pushed it back a year. There will be no Pixar film you, this summer. Are you talking about Frozen? W- whatever the Pixar film is they're doing. I don't know. The, off the top of my head. Frozen comes out like in no, no, like a couple weeks. That, that's yeah. not Pixar, I don't think, though. It's Disney Pixar. Okay. They're supposedly one that was supposed to be next summer. I was listening to it on another podcast, and they were talking about it, and they pushed it back a year because it wasn't going to be ready in time, and they were concerned about it. Uh, Inside Out, apparently. That might um, be it. The Good Dinosaur. From from the darkest depths of the ocean to the top of the Tepui Mountains in South America, from the fictional metropolis of Monstropolis to a futuristic fantasy of outer space. Hmm. Oh, inside the human mi- the world inside the human mind. Okay. Yeah, there's another one on here that's talking about called The Good Dinosaur that was slated for November 2015. I see Inside Out is now June 2015, written by Michael Arndt, who just got canned off of Star Wars. (laughs) And they also, I think they pushed back Finding Dory as well to 2016. Yeah, Finding Dory is 2016, it says. I'm actually excited for that one. I haven't even Although, watched Finding Nemo yet, so... What? Yeah, I have that right. movie, like, memorized. You sure suck at life. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen The Incredibles either. I need to watch that one, too. The Incredibles right. is really... Like, it. that one grew on me. Like, the first time I saw it, I was just kind of like, no, that was pretty okay. And then I, it, it, they, like, play it on ABC Family all the time, and I would catch it, and I'm like, okay, that was funny. Okay, that was really funny. Yeah. And it was one of those movies. We have another comment in the chat room from Anthony on the Star Wars topic. He says, Star Wars plus politics and trade embargoes are not, quote, new and interesting, end quote. If they completely ignore the expanded universe, they're shooting, shooting themselves in the foot. I tend to agree with you, but the problem is there's way too much stuff in the EU to be able to put it in a movie and have casual fans understand. That's why I was saying, like, Thrawn and Legacy they still have enough callback to the original trilogy that you'd, you'd be able to maintain your fans. See, the problem is if they wanted to do the Thrawn trilogy, they should have done it about 20 years ago, because now all the lead actors are too old to be their characters from the Thrawn trilogy. That's true. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, the Thrawn trilogy, in my mind, is the official, is the unofficial third trilogy of Star Wars. It's fantastic. If you've never read that, read it. If you're a Star Wars fan, you'll love it. I read it when it first came out in the early 90s, when I was, like, 10, and I was like, this is so good! It took me forever, but I enjoyed it. They could conceivably recast it. Yeah, I, you would have to with that one. If they're going to do Thrawn trilogy, I'd love to see them team with Pixar though and do it animated. If I can have my dreams. Yeah. You should write a letter. Chris, what have we? Yeah. What have we learned about dreams here, Chris? They get crushed, <laughs> except for Adahe's, because now he's created Pain and Gain and Batfleck. So Adahe, I need you to dream that Star Wars and Pixar <laughs> team up. Um, I was thinking more of like uh, kind of a Star Wars with um, Zac Efron. No, no, why? <laughs> Strike this from the record. Um, and we'll have him like fall in love with uh, Miley Cyrus. No, God, shut up! <laughs> you killed Star Wars. 
Why? Hey, single-handedly why? responsible for murdering Star Wars. Hey, why must you hate everything I love? <laughs> because it's fun. <laughs> I'm so sad now. The one redeeming quality of the movie, though, is uh, we'll have it uh, narrated by Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that, then. <laughs> we'll be crying throughout the ending. <laughs> can we get James Earl Jones also? Because those are two of the best voiced guys in Hollywood. Start yes. crying. It's like, I'm glad they're paying me $100 million just to talk. This movie's awful. I, <laughs> I don't know. The voice guy for Bastion. You could get him involved oh, there, too. You get a trilogy awesome. of... You got you got you got three dudes with sex voices. Man, the audience would explode. The female audience would explode with orgasms. Yeah. Some males. Female orgasms. Some males. Some so, males yes, too. Which is not a myth. <laughs> Looking in the chat room, Adahe, uh, you have officially been put on notice by one Anthony Bachman. If that happens, Adahe, I will fly across the country to cut you. He says. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably not will- the only one. I ain't scared. <laughs> I will walk. I don't have the money to fly, so I will walk. If you flap your there. arms, you can fly. I swear. Yay. What about my hair? If I figured out how to turn this into wings. Yes. How Please do that. my hair at this point. It's crazy. <laughs> I think I've taken this enough off topic. There's some really good Incredibles conversation going on in the chat room right now, too. I wish Just I could saying. pull it up, my stupid laptop. Now I'm sad. Well, I can read those real quick before we move on. Anthony has said, Incredibles is good, but you don't actually need to see it. Just go read some old Fantastic Four issues, and you'll find everything that ends up in the movie, which is something I've heard before. It's very Fantastic Four-ish. And then yes. uh, the Draftsman has said, The Incredibles is the best adaptation of Watchmen, but those superheroes have healthy sex lives. <laughs> Jeanette has added in, Incredibles is so much better than old Fantastic Four. Sue Storm was one of the worst comic book heroines when she first came out, and I don't say that lightly. You also have to think that was in, like, the 60s when she came out, so it wasn't very progressive then. I have a awesome Lois Lane clip of her flipping off uh, John Johns, and it's amazing, but it's her basically doing the middle finger dance, and I love it. Because who doesn't love the middle finger dance? That was just an excuse to flip me the bird, wasn't it? The soundtrack Maybe. for the next uh, Star Wars is going to be done by Justin Bieber. God, Adahe. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've already You're confirmed John Williams is doing it, so go eat a dick. <laughs> eat a dick, eat a dick. My niece can tell you to do that now, you too. You can't screw that one up, niece can tell you to eat a dick. That's the only real news I know about Star Wars is that John Williams is doing it again. Damn it. <laughs> Don't ruin that for me, either. I'd cry. Just you know, Justin Bieber's gonna do the vocals. That's fine. Justin Bieber's gonna be Luke Skywalker's son. Ew. Yeah. Ew. And since it's Disney, they're gonna have to shove. Oh, they're gonna have to shove Raven in there somewhere. She's in, like everything they do. That's more um, tolerable than Justin Bieber. It is. Yeah, I, I actually they, like I Raven. I don't know where they would put her, and I don't know how she's like forty years old and still plays a teenager. She could be she's Lando's not 40. kid. She's like this. Have she's you like seen Thirty-two. Greece? Every single of the one of those high school characters is played by like a twenty-seven-year-old. Right, she's twenty-seven. 
Raven's Theron is. So that's like you're, Glee, you're only two too. years older than her. Is what you're yeah. saying. If you're still talking Star Wars, she'd be Lando's daughter. Yeah, Lando's daughter. That's what I just said too, is Lando's daughter. <laughs> Get out of my head. Get that would actually work. Well, you gotta think, the Star Wars Galaxy, the original trilogy, there's two women and one black dude. The rest is all white males. Yeah. French Stewart in there somewhere. Oh, stop talking before you ruin <laughs> Star Wars even more. Well, you can make you, you can make French Stewart an alien. <laughs> I think you that was done before. You ruin Star Wars as well. I mean, I'm actually done with Third Rock from the Sun, but why must everyone yeah, ruin the things I love? I want to watch that show. It's not on Netflix, sadly. I want to watch that. was great. No, no, I want to watch that. Though. Although Chuck just made it's... Netflix, just saying. Yep, Chuck and Dexter. Yeah. So you can watch Only the good of seasons Dexter. of Dexter. Yeah. So as I take us back on topic, because we've been veering terribly, that was my news week with Star Wars that then degenerated into all sorts of other things. So we have two people left, volunteers, who would like to go with your news of the week? Well, mine isn't, like... Sci-fi, comic-y nerdy. It's more food nerdy. So I don't know That's if okay. Adahai wants to go first, and or I mean I can go. That's fine. Yeah, go for it. All right. So I found an article yesterday about how. So apparently, restaurants are now dressing up as other as things. Um, we were at Hop House the other day, and and everyone was dressed up as Despicable Me characters. The servers were all minions. It was really cute. Amazing. Um, but more amazing, and especially for me, because I am a cook, and I did my internship at Green Zebra, which is like sort of a semi-fine dining. They play with their food and do weird things like um, like sous vide and all that, And um, which is, if you don't know, it's basically cooking with science. You It involves putting food into an airtight plastic bag and cooking it at a very specific temperature, where it, which is, like, maintained by machines in in water, and it cooks things perfectly. Like, you can cook eggs, you can cook steak, you can cook anything. Um, but anyway, so there's a restaurant in Chicago called Alinea, which you may or may not have heard of. It's, like, $300 per person, and they have a... Uh, a semi-famous dessert. You can go on YouTube and watch this dessert being served. They basically put it on the table and they like uh, take spoons and they like spread it around and scatter things archfully. Well, there's a, there's a sort of a gourmet takeout restaurant called, um, live, live kitchen. Where is it? Um, live, wait, where'd it go? Real Kitchen, that's what it is, called Real Kitchen, and they dressed up as Alinea for Halloween and created an awesome video that they put on YouTube where um, they basically parodied all of their, like, fancy, weird, deconstructed food and did um, something called the, uh, like, a deconstructed um, roast chicken, and they, like froze the chicken and and sliced it while it was frozen and roasted it with some rosemary or whatever and, like, blended it and put it through a piping bag 
and roasted it again, and it was it was really bizarre and really um, gross, actually. I was going to say, that, um, that was kind of gross. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. They also did a parody of the of said um, the dessert on the table, but it was to go. So, like in the video, he's like scattering things on the on the takeout counter, and then takes a giant squeegee and squeegees it into a to go box. <laughs> <laughs> so um I can I can put a link into the chat room for people who want to see it. Um there's a Huffington Post uh article but it's it's pretty hilarious and for somebody who has worked in the um in the fine dining arena it's like especially hilarious because I've worked with people who consider this, you know, a, a a worthy pursuit of their time, and try and think of interesting ways. Like our, our my restaurant served a uh, like a deconstructed peanut butter sandwich dessert, which was actually really good. That could um, be good, yeah. That sounds yeah, really it was, good. <laughs> it was like um, it was like grape um, uh, like a grape sauce, grape puree kind of thing with um. Uh, like little marshmallow puffs, not marshmallow puffs. Um, yeah, it was like mar- piped marshmallow puffs that they caramelized with fire. And um, what was the peanut? I think it was like peanut ice cream. Ooh. And some oh. sort of cake oh, crumbs, I think. Is it, it breakfast was, time? Yeah. It was really delicious. Everyone, take five to go get some food. That is showing. Um. But yeah, so something like a uh, a restaurant. Okay, I just there we go. There it's it's on the chat now. Um, but yeah, but a re- I thought that a restaurant dressing up as a linea and making fun of all the crazy like uh, crazy semi over the top play with your food restaurants was was pretty awesome. And That's aw- that is really awesome. That is cool. <laughs> See, I didn't think like. I, I heard about it, but I didn't actually check it out. But like Alina is is one of those places that I I've just marked down that places I'll never eat because I'm never oh really yeah that rich ever. No, me either. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe I can convince like, my brother to take me there one time. There you go. That's what you have to do is convince other people to take you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like my my thought is is that like with deconstructed food like that, like isn't it cheaper to eat? I would think, right? Uh, I don't know. Um, it depends on how much work goes into it. Like, um, one of the things that we did for our little appetizer thing was we made, like, flavored caviar that wasn't actually fish eggs. Um, but, like, hmm. you basically make some make a syrup that's flavored, like, however you wanted it to. I think ours was orange. And um, then there's some sort of, like, weird gelatin technique where you create little tiny fish egg like balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And it's cool, like it actually looks like caviar. But it's just syrup and gelatin. Have have you ever been to like red mango? So I've been to something like it. Yeah, those those like okay. fruity fruity things, gel like whatever. those little fruity like gelatin balls? Yeah. yeah, is that is it like that? It's like that, only it's tinier. Because I'm trying to picture it in my head. Yeah. Interesting. 
I don't understand science. <laughs> I don't really either. Although I do know that my uh, my sous chef one time tried to um, he took one of those popcorn air roasters and tried to roast a uh, smoke. He tried to smoke nuts and mushrooms separately. Um, but like he took one of our one of our smoldering um, chips, uh, like hickory chips, and dropped it into the air roaster, and then put the mushrooms and or nuts, not and. Or nuts inside and like covered it and let it basically go for a while in the theory that the um, the spinner that pops the air or pops the corn rather with the hot air would like infuse whatever it was in with the smoke created by the hickory chip. It sort of worked more with the nuts than the mushrooms, but hmm. um, that's the sort of weird shit my coworkers did. <laughs> That's really cool. Like I'm yeah, not that creative with food. By any and means. well, and that's just it. Like they they think in science. I think in like what's delicious. <laughs> right. Like a, I just got these uh, infused oils. Like one of our uh, neighbors gave us a whole like set of infused oils, and I'm sitting here like, hmm, what what can I use with a garlic and basil oil? That's as far as I go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Or I try to mix herbs or spices that just really shouldn't be mixed. I'm like, whoops, that was a failed experiment. <laughs> I've yeah, done that too. <laughs> hmm, if I put curry with... I don't even know. Marjoram or... Yeah. There's a spice uh, called mace. Did you know that? Did, does it make I your eyes not. water? Well, yeah, if you put too much of it... It's, if you hit someone over the head with it, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking in the chat room right now, we have determined the draftsman has a comment. He goes, oh, the draftsman is a C2E2 crew member. Please say hello to Naki and Sari for me and tell them that making them laugh made my morning. So, C2E2 person. Yay! Go team. Hooray! Go team Welcome. C2E2. And there's a really interesting debate in the chat room right now about um, the... Uh, creation, Sue Storm's character when she's originally, originally created versus some of the other female characters at that time and why she was such a weak character. Very interesting. I'm not going to read it all because it's probably like two pages worth of text on there. But if you're you in the chat copy, room, You should that. copy and paste it and save it. You want me to put it in the show notes so you can read it later is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Hooray, <laughs> having a shitty-ass laptop. <laughs> You could have just said you wanted that, and I'd have done it. <laughs> so, Adahe, what news have you got for us this week? And please don't let it be ruining Star Wars for me anymore. Uh, I just had it confirmed that Zac Efron was going to be part of Star Wars, actually. What? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, for Chris's reaction, that was the best thing that happened on this show. <laughs> Um, and it was see. shock and then rage. <laughs> what? In <laughs> uh, all seriousness, no, I'm not. There was an article last week where the Steam uh, rose to 65 million active users, which actually eclipses Xbox Live. Um, does it technically eclipse PlayStation Network because they count all their message board users? It does in not. A technicality. It does not go over PlayStation Network, which is sitting at 110 million. Okay, but. Uh, the article goes more into the fact that if you look at um, the, those numbers and also the fact that uh, 
League of Legends boasts 32 million active, and World of Tanks boasts 45 million active accounts. Um, there's going to be some crossover there, but it is still showing that um, the PC marketplace that a lot of people believe is a dying marketplace is still very strong. It's just a lot of people go about it in the wrong way. Um, also, in another article I found that uh, pirating is now higher on Xbox Live than it is on PC, or on Xbox than it is on PC, which I thought was an interesting thing hmm. as well. That's yeah, I mean... Got. The problem, I think, is that gaming as we know it is starting to, for the younger generation, not be what we do. For them, it's pull out my iPad, pull out my iPhone or my tablet and just play casual games and that, whereas people like us will sit down in front of a PC or an Xbox for hours and play and be entertained are different than them, I guess. I don't know. I don't do anything for hours. I don't have hours. Well, you used to. Remember, yeah. you're the same man that had a Super Smash Brothers Melee tournament with me in college that lasted for 14 hours, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Horrible idea. Bad 99 idea. Man Melee. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Got yeah, but people do things in college that may not be a good idea. Yeah. We, we weren't even high. Frequently aren't a good idea, actually. We weren't high and we weren't <laughs> drunk. We were just hanging out and <laughs> playing on a 13-inch color TV. <laughs> It was a 13-inch television. That was awful. That was terrible. <laughs> it was color. Maybe that's why my eyesight's so poor nowadays, is because of things <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, I seem to recall, like, a 20-hour Cowboy Bebop uh, marathon. There was alcohol involved, though. See, that's that's okay, then. Anything with alcohol in college, I approve of. I mean, no, I would never approve of that. Don't do anything I say on this show, kids. Do, do everything Def- we say. Definitely don't <laughs> snort a whole bunch of cocaine and then go, you know, to a very, very long movie theater. I don't even remember what we watched. What? No. Not me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my. Um. I'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Uh, uh, I just remembered. I have to go do a thing. You had a very important appointment. I have a business lunch I have to go to. At 10.45 in the morning on a Sunday? It's 11.45 because I'm Eastern time. So it's a business lunch. Otherwise it would be a business brunch. (laughs) Brunch. Can we have brunch? Why aren't there business brenners? Right? Ooh, I like brenners. I would just have okay, so I would do a fine dining. I would own my own fine dining restaurant if I could do breakfast all day. Like I'm just like fuck it. You totally could. Breakfast is awesome. Let's hey, do it. Ben. Yay! Um, I make I make some kick-ass but uh milk buttermilk pancakes. Ooh! I learned how to make all right, them. Alright, Sarah, you'll be my so. cook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can Brent come? Yes, Brent can come. Yay! I like Brent, so it's all good. <laughs> and he can, and he's a pretty, pretty good cook, especially on the grill. He can do our like sausages, Sweet. breakfast sausage. I expect mm. a report on this breakfast trip. Okay. <laughs> well, I think it's more. We're talking about like opening a restaurant, which usually takes a while, but uh, but we can totally do a test breakfast. 
We'll do a live broadcast there for your restaurant. How about that? <laughs> Nobody cares what we say. So. <laughs> in, in, in all and all things good and nerdy podcast. <laughs> Student support. I, I kind of phased out there for a moment because I, I'm kind of tired. Of it. I'm going to go to sleep before too long. But when I phased back in, I heard someone talking about enjoying someone's sausage. Yeah. <laughs> you, can come and, yes. you can come enjoy my husband's sausage. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm actually not a, I'm not he a, has a pretty. Fan. He has some pretty delicious sausage. <laughs> <laughs> this is the joke that just keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, like just... sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Jeanette in the chat room has said, Naki, that sounds amazing. I'm thinking she means in reference to the uh, restaurant idea, not the uh, series husband's <laughs> sausage idea. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, Jeanette just lives down the down the alley. She can come try my husband's sausage too. See, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her. Uh, Anthony has said, uh, "Naki's all bacon, dick butts, no pants on Sundays, all day breakfast, dinner." I'm there. That's basically That's a lot of words. There's no pants allowed in my restaurant. Isn't that we'll give you kilts and skirts, but no pants. Okay. That's why I said no no. We'll give you kilts and skirts, but no pants. <laughs> Well, There's some people who you want to wear I think pants. going to wrap up our news of the week this week. Let's just move it <laughs> to the regular news and craziness. Well, what the news of the week is is that Sari and I are going to open a restaurant. This is what's going to happen. Where Hooray! no pants are allowed. And where no we're, pants are allowed. And it's going to be breakfast all day. husband's sausage. Yes. Yes. It's yes. a sausage that just keeps on giving. He doesn't know about this yet, but he will. <laughs> <laughs> I think we killed Chris. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to bring us back on a topic, but I can't. This is too much fun. Well, in chat right now, apparently, uh, talking about trading husband sausages. <laughs> oh, that's true. She says only if you try Ryan's. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan does have sausage fest every year, so I mean, yeah. Oh dear lord, we missed it this year. We were in Japan. Ryan loves I the did. sausage. I missed sausage fest too. I was working. Oh no, I was at a wedding. That's what happened. I was really drunk. I don't remember much of what. Is that happened the one where you wedding. sang "Call Me Maybe"? I did. I drunk sang "Call Me Maybe" during oh, wedding wow. karaoke time. Was it recorded? There's a video of it somewhere. <gasps> I must have this. I will give someone $20 who gets me this video. Video is this? Naki doing Call Me Maybe. Sounds horrible. I was really <laughs> drunk. I don't remember doing it, but there's a video somewhere of me singing Call Me so Maybe. I did it. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, I did it at request of Potato Waste, who is also a frequent guest host. Uh, so we need to talk to Potato Waste because you know he recorded that shit. Well, he's still in Toronto, and I was not in Toronto, so maybe somebody recorded it and sent it to him. I don't know. I'm Suddenly, intrigued. everyone's on Twitter trying to get this <laughs> That's video. exactly what I'm doing right now. <laughs> hey, I just met you. <laughs> That's as far as you're going to get. That's all. <laughs> you finish it. <laughs> oh. 
Money. <laughs> he knows your weakness. That's everybody's weakness. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. <laughs> I'm not drunk. Right. This let, me, just, let me pull this is just... Let me pull us back on topic before we, before we crash and burn even worse. Good luck let's, with that. Let, let, We're not crashing and burning. We're awesome. I'm not crashing. Crashing and burning, and burning but... is what I run this at podcast. Okay, good point. That's crashing and burning. <laughs> good point. That's like this the Hindenburg. <laughs> oh, the humanity! Rocky's running the podcast. Let somebody think of the children. <laughs> so, in a little bit of a sad news, I'm sure you guys have heard it was on Gonna Geek and a bunch of other websites out there that uh, the voice of Edna Krabappel on The Simpsons, Marsha Wallace, passed away at the age of 70. They have said that the character Mrs. Krabappel will just be retired from the show, much like they've done with uh, Troy McClure, for instance, when Phil Hartman was killed. And yeah. in tribute to Marsha Wallace, they will be airing a reshowing of uh, Bart the Lover, I think it is. On um, s- tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, which is the one where he infamously pretends to be her ideal match via letters they trade through the newspaper or something like that. I can't remember. It's been years since I've seen it. It's like season three this came out. But So she's passed away, and they're going to do a tribute tonight, and there will be no more Edna Kerbopel. Aww. Uh-oh. Sorry, guys. I just got a notification that Adahe has added something. Yeah, Google and Effects. And I'm scared. It's okay. Oh, wow. I'm scared. It's really weird now. It's kind of trippy. Wow, the backgrounds? They do. And headwear. Like my, my face is like all broken and shit. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> be so white. Hats. <laughs> Naki, don't turn those on because if you do, your laptop will melt down. Yeah, that's why I'm not going to. Just pointing that out. <laughs> So, some of the other news items, we'll just burn through a few of those before we get into a game. Sad news for me, South Park, the Stick of Truth, has been delayed yet again to March 4th, 2014. For those that aren't familiar, South Park, the Stick of Truth is basically like an old-school RPG set in the South Park world. It looks really badass. Like, the third delay on this game now? Yep. That's generally a bad sign if a game keeps getting pushed back. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it ends up being awesome, but... Um, Half-Life 2 is definitely worth the wait. That's true. That's a good point. Sarah's a kitty. A clown kitty, what? <laughs> that was fright- frightening. Guess what's back in the toolbox? Oh, oh shit. God, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No soundboards. No, no. <laughs> no, no. There will be no soundboards. Please, make it stop. Nah, I'm a sad sound <laughs> But uh, no, on a, on a serious note, uh, <laughs> <laughs> goatee. Is that the only way you're? What? What happened to Siri? She became a wall. <laughs> I'm experimenting. <laughs> on, a, on a serious note, sick of truth being pushed back. As long as the game's good, I don't care. You can push it back as long as they need to. Right. I think part of this, the initial push, I think happened because of the sale from uh, THQ to Ubisoft. That probably yeah. helped contribute some. These backgrounds are really weird. I'm turning it off. Did Did you guys see that South Park missed their very first episode like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, the power outage. Yeah, power did outage. So, but I I was impressed. It was the first time in how long? Twenty like some odd years. Yeah, yeah like, like twenty seasons. 
they do that. That's a self-imposed limit on it, though. I mean, they purposely say, "Yeah, we start that soon before, so that we can make it topical." Did you uh, watch their thing where they did the uh, six days to air the yeah documentary? It was awesome. Yeah. There's a really cool documentary. It's been on Netflix. I'm not sure if it still is, but I'm sure it's at SouthParkStudios.com. Like Ad Hay said, it's called Six Days to Air. It's basically their process for making an episode of South Park, and it makes you realize just how creative Trey Parker and Matt Stone really are, because they and just throw they some crazy Book shit of out. Yeah. If you haven't I've seen heard, Book of Mormon, do it. I have oh. not seen Book of Mormon. My girlfriend oh. has, and I'm incredibly jealous. Incredibly. I totally want to. Especially since Brent's technically Mormon. Is he really? Yup. He was, um, when he was, like, in high school or whatever, they got converted by one of those guys that goes door to door. And he and his brother. And then when he was, like, 20-ish, he was like, eh, this is not cool anymore, and I'm, and his mom was really sick of paying them money, so they were like, we're not going to do this anymore, but unless you get executed, you uh, don't get taken off the books, so he's technically still a Mormon, he's oh, just should, not practicing. You should take him to go see Book of Mormon as a present. I should. That would be awesome. I should. At least download the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. The soundtrack yeah. is pretty... No, I kind of really wanted to see see the whole thing. Like, you got to get the whole experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm hoping... Well, how long has it been... Ex- it's still here, right? Because it's been... Uh, it was extended. It's still on Broadway. And there's well, a traveling it was in show of it also. It, yeah, there, it was in Chicago. I don't know if it's still here. Like, it's I know they had extended, but... Um... If you get the chance, recommend it. Otherwise, I can give you sh- nothing. Never mind. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. I'm confused. La 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 la. All right, so you're looking in the chat room. <laughs> Thank you for that, Anna. Hey, um, <laughs> we really need to find a way to disable those. But anywho, looking in the chat room. <laughs> Anthony has said Edna Krabappel being gone is sad, but I'm way more sad about the fact that only five episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in. We did a damn rerun this week. Yep. Yeah. It's okay. It's back this week. If you looked into it, because they, they, they have the episode that comes out the same week as, or, well, wasn't going was to come out the week before, will now come out the week of Thor, actually has some tie-ins with the Thor movie. That's exactly what I was setting up on it is. I think it's the one that comes out the week after Thor now they set it up. We'll have a tie-in to Thor 2. I'm trying to f- pull the article real quick to read what they said exactly. but And that'll also be directed by Jonathan Frakes, who you guys might remember as William Riker from Star Trek Next Gen. He beard. Yeah, November 19th now is an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. entitled The Well. The Thor The Dark World releases on November 8th, so you've got basically 11 days to go and watch that before you watch that episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. The official synopsis of episode 19 is, In the aftermath of the events chronicled in the feature film Thor The Dark World, Coulson and the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. pick up the pieces, one of which threatens to destroy a member of the team. They have listed a whole bunch of guest stars who will be in this episode, but Chris Hemsworth is not listed as a guest star. That does not mean he won't be in there, potentially. Again, let's be honest. We don't give a shit. We want we want Tom Hiddleston anyway. Yeah, everyone wants Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, we there, do. Let's be honest. <laughs> Did you guys you... see the YouTube clip of him dancing? Yes. Yes. I, I it was glorious. Bare necessities too. That is amazing. That that man is just like a walking Disney prince. Like <laughs> best Disney prince ever. 
great. Uh, that, that worked pretty well, I gotta admit. It's like the lag of it's gone now, though. It's like really fast. Yay. Like I just I I want him to to start singing Disney songs as one of the princes. Like he's he's just the best Disney prince that's ever existed now. <laughs> well, he is a Disney prince because he's Prince Loki. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's true. Yeah. But I'm just meaning Tom Hiddleston himself. Like, if if you've ever watched his, like, interviews or anything like that, like, he's done so much charity work, and then he's, like, on top of that, he's, like, this perfect gentleman. And I'm, like, sitting here, like, are you real? I don't think you're real. <laughs> and he was on Sesame with Street with, um, with Cookie Monster. He was. Right, he was. Cookie Mo- that was the best. That was the best time. <laughs> I think, that for, for me, that was better than the dancing. That was the best Tom Hiddleston thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that was pretty. It really amazing. was. It really. You gotta wonder what he's gonna do next in his career now that he's basically probably done with Marvel films for a while because you can only do so much. Loki. Um, he's got a movie coming out where he'll be playing Captain Hook. Awesome. Um, I'm well, this is a, a completely different Captain Hook. This is a good guy, Captain. Hook. Oh, that's right. This is the one where Peter Pan's the bad guy. Where they take Wait, it. Wait, how have I not it's, heard of this? It's another Disney movie. If I, I, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a good guy hook, right, Jess? You've been looking into it more than I have. It basically, it's before Netherland, Neverland. So it's about his journey to Neverland and his descent to become the bad hook. I That's guess. right. It's called the Pirate Fairy, I believe. Terry, we got a lady date. <laughs> yeah, we do. He is also in the Muppets Most Wanted movie as well, it says. <gasps> Muppets and Tom Hiddleston? <laughs> it says on IMDb he's completed his work on Muppets Most Wanted that is set for a 2014 release date. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be totally awesome. Because uh, I, I, I know see. when he was... I found out about the uh, the Pirate Fairy one when he was doing... In the video where he sings The Bare Necessities. Uh, I guess it was at, at uh, the D, D23 or whatever convention this year. The big Disney convention. Mm-hmm. Basically, he has no problem being Disney's bitch, and you know what? Well, I don't blame him because they are paying him a lot of money to be Disney's bitch. <laughs> I was gonna say Disney money is is a lot of money. That's a whole lot of money. <laughs> and he I does would, a lot to improve the films. I feel like he does. It's just really, really good. Excuse me, I need so, a moment. I, I was going to move on to some other news, but I, I haven't been. Someone confirmed this after I mentioned it. Anthony has said, here's some more news of the week. Did you all see that Big Bird is going transgendered and now be referred to as a she? Has anyone well, else heard this, or is he just trolling me? No, it's actually a, a thing. Um, they've said in the past that Big Bird didn't have a gender, and they are going to say um, that, you know, that he was a trans character from the beginning. Like, they're kind of retconning him a little bit, but huh. I think it's really, actually really cool. Interesting. I hadn't heard that, so... Huh. Okay. Anywho. No one else is talking, so I guess I should keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about Japan. <laughs> Jeanette has said she's excited for the Pirate Fairy. Those movies always surprise me. And then she also said, was that real in regards to Big Bird? I thought that was an oniony thing. If so, awesome. 
And Anthony, continuing on the pirate fairy trend, has said, of course Pam is the bad guy. He kidnaps children into his army, kills adults, and lives forever. Hence, Pam is going to be the original bad guy in Fables. I hadn't thought That's of true. Has anyone watching, um, was it uh, Once Upon a Time? I quit Pan, this season. Pan and Nat is a giant douche. Yeah. Like, like, the douchiness level is up there even for me. Yeah. That's saying well, something. Yeah. If you really do think about it, though, Anthony's right. Peter Pan is the is the bad guy. It's kind of like with Wizard of Oz. Glinda's the bad witch. I mean, it just it's Glinda's the one. Like in Wizard of Oz, Glinda takes her away. You know, she gives the only living heir. You know, there's only one living heir to the to the wicked witch of the east, and it's the wicked witch of the west, and she wants her shoes, and she says, "No, bitch, I'm gonna give it to this girl who squashed your sister." Enjoy. And the wicked witch of the west just wants her shoes. That's all she wants. I'm not buying this Sorry. argument, actually. Well, I mean, if you don't read Wicked, I mean, Wicked kind of changes all of that, anyways. But yeah, I totally think Glinda's the bad witch. But and there's a whole long argument that I can go on with. It. I'm not going to. Over it's shoes, because because basically you're saying she's a woman, she loves shoes. Well, no, that's, that's I'm not argument. touching this one with a five foot pole. No, I'm I'm saying like <laughs> Glinda could have told her at the beginning, oh, just tap your heels together. No, I'm gonna put you on this torturous journey. Have fun, you know. Uh, it's called personal growth. Or she's just being a bitch. <laughs> you could have gone home all along. Really? But she had to help all the other citizens of Oz. How and would the cowardly of Lion have ever found his courage without Dorothy? Well, if you read yeah. Wicked... Well, he wouldn't have. He would have lived cowering in the forest and scared of bunnies. <laughs> I think Naki has a point. I'm just Like, all those stories where they're like, oh, you could have done this all along, you just didn't know it. And, well, why didn't you damn tell me? <laughs> because you. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't have believed it if someone just told you. You had to unlock it within yourself. Oh, uh, you unlocked, I get it's it. like the after-school special effect. <laughs> it, it really is, though. Like all these stories are there to to show personal growth. That's why these stories were made up that and to scare kids and they're yeah. not doing stupid things. Um, that's but, like the I mean, other Oz movie, the one with the moose. There's that. The, uh, I've never actually. Read all the books. The Oz books are a lot weirder. They're freaky. Yeah, they're very weird. There was another Oz movie, Wizard of Oz movie, like where she goes back to Oz, and all of her friends are like, "There's this movie," but it's it's a scary movie. It's not like Wizard of Oz at all. Is that like how they they did one where the, it was it like Return to Oz? Was that it? Yeah, I think that was it. That was it. Because they did an Alice in Wonderland like that too, and they it, well, I mean. Return uh, through the Looking Glass and and mm-hmm. um, what Alice saw there is pretty fucked up, but they did a Return to Wonderland where she comes back and everyone's dead. <laughs> oh, wow! <God. laughs> That's life, bitch. Move on. <laughs> There's a personal growth incentive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't return your childhood. This is what your personal growth is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the I love how we've ruined fairy tales for everyone today. <laughs> Adam There's ruined no Star Wars either. For me. <laughs> and now we're breaking children's mean, will. We're going to hell, guys. Does that mean there's no Easter Bunny? No, Who is that yeah. man? 
See, people this just don't read the right fairy tales. This was that man in the costume that pulled me to his lap. <laughs> I need to read these fairy tales. Where's my camera? These fairy tales, because these are awesome. This is Pierce Anthony's Xanth series. If you yeah. think that other shit's fucked up, read this. Yeah, there's a lot Pierce of them. Anthony's read some crazy shit, which is why I kind of want to read some. The entire first, uh, but I haven't had time to read lately, which is upsetting. And yeah. slightly illiterate. I mean, what? <laughs> the uh, random kind of fairy tale thing aside, uh, did you guys hear Fables is, is, is ending? Bill Willingham is done. Wow. What? Um, he's... Uh, it's it's going until 2015 because he wants to hit 150 with Fables. It'll also wrap up the the tie the the spinoff series Ferris. Ferris will end approximately two months before um, Fables ends. But yeah, it's it's uh, he he wants to retire. I'm pretty sure I've never and, heard any of this. <laughs> yeah, it came out this week. It's uh, on comic I mean, resources. I've, I promise. I've never even heard of this show that you're talking about or whatever. So, no, it's not a show. It's a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Never read the book either. It's, I've heard it's, it. I haven't read I, it. I've heard it's good. I I haven't read since like I think I read the first three trades and then I was done for like I just haven't picked it up since then. Um, it's a really interesting series. I like how they I like what they've done with the fairy tales and that sort of thing. I was surprised to hear that it's coming to an end. I I thought maybe he was going to pass it off to somebody because it's a, it's a long going. It's a I think that's Vertigo's longest series is Fables. Could be. Yeah, Maybe next first... to American Vampire. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably pretty close. I don't know anything about American Vampire, but I, I read the first five or six uh, volumes of Fables, and I agree. I think it's a really cool take on um, like how fairy tales live after you know fairy tale land and how they live in our world. So that's I like I like the urban fantasy thing. So. It definitely tweaks my interests. It's it's it, it was different than you know it was like the first I wouldn't say independent but it was one of the first like uh, real big independent storylines that I got into you know when I came back to comics. Um, I came back to comics you know a couple years ago, but it's 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 one that's definitely worth checking out, especially if you like the urban fairy tale type thing. Comics and I are taking a break at the moment. I just right now time. they're doing a tie-in with Unwritten. I'll eventually read comics again. But what do you guys say? You guys want to play a game this week? Let's play a game. Let's Hooray. play a game. All right, this week we're gonna bring back another oldie but a goodie. Longtime listeners are probably familiar with the game we call Factor Fiction. It's the new game that's sweeping the nation. ATGN is proud to bring you Fact or Fiction. Basically, in this game, what happens is I will read a statement for you and ask our panelists Fact or Fiction, and then I will award points based on what answer I think is the funniest or the best, or just arbitrarily, because that's how I work. The game is also open to everyone in the chat room, so I know you guys are a little delayed, but feel free to chime in with whether you believe a statement that I read is fact or fiction. This week we have four. I might cut it down to three, depending on time. Statements we'll go through. But to start us off this week with fact or fiction, statement number one, the trailer for X-Men Days of Future Past now has you interested in the movie. Fact or fiction? <laughs> and let's go with Naki first. Um, okay, so I'm excited for the fact that it's Days of Future Past. But the trailer was not the thing that excited me. Uh, the trailer made me think that uh, Magneto and um, Xavier had a breakup, and it's Wolverine's job to get them back together. 
So it kind of thought made me think it was a romantic comedy. Um, but I, I'm excited because it's a future past, and so, I, I love that story. But. So let's issue a challenge to the ATG and listeners out there who might have video editing skills. After we get a couple more trailers out, somebody recut the trailers to look like a romantic comedy, <laughs> and you will be Please our heroes. So basically, someone <laughs> reposts the first trailer over again. Just yeah, just just trailer. do the first trailer over again. <laughs> you got to edit out some of the other X-Men, but probably. I think this would be hilarious. It is the new ATG and Challenge. We need some epic fanfare music right after I say that. And hey, get some ready. We call it the ATG and Challenge. Okay. We fucked that up. Anywho. That works. A little delayed, but I'll, I approve. <laughs> so, Ada, how about yourself? Are you excited for the new X-Men movie based off the trailer? Uh, I was excited for it before the trailer. Um, the trailer wasn't awful, but it was goofy. Really goofy. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with goofy. Fair enough. I got, Sorry, I got I nothing funny. I don't think you'd seen it. Have you seen the trailer yet? I haven't seen it, but if Naki writes me a fan fiction about uh, Magneto and their <laughs> <laughs> relationship and breaking up and, and Wolverine trying to get them back together, I will totally read it. Fanfic <laughs> challenge accepted. Not to mention, you yes! can totally get like some random pictures of those two in their real life just hanging out together because they're like bros. Yeah, Ian okay. McCallan and... Uh, Patrick Stewart, they're always <laughs> posting pictures hanging out on Twitter. So you can just post these random pictures up and it Brilliant. would work with the fanfic, too. Side note, yes. did anyone see uh, Patrick Stewart's Halloween costume being yeah, seen out on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Where he basically dressed that, himself in a lobster costume and then took a picture of himself in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find I'm a picture, I'll share it. Um. But I guess I should share my thoughts on uh, Days of Future Past. It got me to not be as scared of what was going to happen than what I originally thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a cash grab. This is bullshit. They're trying to merge everything together. And it kind of showed that at least there's some semblance of a story they're trying to hint at. So I'm a little less scared in that regard. Uh, but it can't be as bad as X3. And while I talk about this, I do have a picture I want to share with you guys because it's freaking fantastic. Uh, don't curse it. Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Stewart's Halloween costume that he tweeted. So I'm going to say Whoa. that fact, it got me more excited because I'm not scared that it's just going to be a total stinker anymore. That's not to say it might not suck in the end, but it seems less likely now. And thank you, Sir Patrick know. Stewart, for that they, awesome costume. If they turn it into a rom-com, that's worse than X3. I don't believe it's truly going to be a rom-com, <laughs> but I could be wrong. You it, never know! It is Brian Singer, so it is possible. I mean, you, you, you say Superman that it can't be worse than X3. You, you say that it can't be worse than X3, but look what X3 was. Come on. You could totally Shit. make it worse. X3 was pretty well, bad. It was really bad. Like, really bad. <laughs> hey, let's um, do the Dark Phoenix saga along with everything else and make it a movie. And kill Cyclops in the first five minutes of the Dark Phoenix saga because everyone yes. likes Wolverine more. Cyclops was a huge bitch in those movies. Well, Cyclops... Well, okay, Cyclops is actually a huge asshole. So to make him a bitch was kind of funny to me. 
but <laughs> so looking in the chat room, Micah said fact, saw Bishop sold. That's true. We get some nice hints of who's going to be in there. And then Anthony has said fiction. I was already interested. The trailer just let me know that Wolverine being the most popular character takes the shadow cat role and that we're going to get some awesome looking versions of blink and Warpath. And then he has also added in Anthony continuing on. Y'all got to stop with the X three hating multiple man was fucking epic. Plus the whole thing was worth it for the Iceman headbutt. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> I, I take it we've offended his X-Men sensibilities by making fun of X3, but I will not stop because I dislike the movie. I dislike X3. I Give me too. some real you Dark Phoenix saga. You can't stop and you won't stop? Don't do we it. We can't stop. <laughs> you won't <God> stop. <laughs> Okay, so Maki gets a point for singing, and then Adahe gets a point for stirring the pot to make that happen. Then he gets another point because we all saw it coming and let that happen anyways. Score is is Naki one point, Adahe two, everyone else zero. Yay! Don't make me break out Wrecking Ball. Oh God! Please do it. I mean, what? I, I, I'm waiting. I, I think I think that's going to be the next Cartman song in South Park. By the I way, I think it could be too. Because like, what was the last one he did? Poker Face. I think. Put, 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 poker Face. Put, put, that was during the whale, the whale a hunting episode. So I, I, I'm, I just want to see Cartman sing Wrecking Ball. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Someone's watching IT Crowd. No, uh, I think that's Brent's ringtone, actually. Hey, it's my ringtone, too! <laughs> hey! Oh. IT crowd's the best. Oh, All right, oh God, so. not the Nick Cage! <laughs> no! I'm already watching Nick Cage November! Don't make me go through this! <laughs> Sorry. Getting back on topic. The next Factor Fiction statement, you guys might not know the background, so if need be, I'll explain it. The the rumored next twist for the Mandarin in the Marvel films is a good idea. Have you guys heard what might be going on? The rumor? Not yet. I haven't yet, no. Okay, so I will re- I'll give you the background on this. Is there's it's come out that uh, Ben Kingsley's coming back to do one of the uh the short features that Marvel likes to add into the Blu-ray and DVD releases of movies. We don't know what it was that it was going to be, but for those of you that have seen Iron Man 3, you guys know that he was not in, in effect actually the Mandarin. Your big twist. Right. So, here's where it gets crazy. Uh, the Latino Review is reporting that the secret project is going to be a Marvel one-shot short film in which the real Mandarin, i.e. not Aldrich Killian, confronts Ben Kingsley's character over how he has tarnished his legacy, opening the door for a future appearance by the real Mandarin. That's... So, good idea. Fact or fiction? We'll go um, first. Good, good, good with me first, because I was going to interrupt anyway. Yeah, I know. Um, it, it would be a good idea if the real Mandarin is also Ben Kingsley. <laughs> you mean like he swerved Tony to be like he was the real Mandarin all alone? Yes. Or do you want him to have like a multiple personality disorder? I don't have that I, have get, been a I fake really person. just don't give a fuck, but he was an awesome Mandarin. You he really cannot was. deny that. <laughs> and I hated that part of the movie. Like That made me hate that movie, because they turned him into a bitch, and I didn't like it. It was bullshit. <laughs> I love the twist, personally, but... Shut up! It, it's really hit or miss. Some people love it, some people hate it. You're entitled to your opinion, Adahay. And you're not. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> well, good thing I'm not going next. Sari, what do you think? Fact or fiction? It's a good idea for them to do this next Mandarin twist. Uh, I think... 
I think it's a good idea for them to keep playing with the idea. I really liked the Ben Kingsley image as the Mandarin, although it fit. I felt it fit with the, um, you know, the way movies typically go to have it not to have that like the wonky Ben Kingsley uh, Mandarin not be the actual one, be a decoy. Um, but I've got to say, I really liked that character better. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the character myself too. But Naki, how about yourself? You, the twist is a good idea. Fact or fiction? Um, I'm gonna say fact. Um, I, I, okay. So I enjoyed Iron Man three on a non comic book nerd level. So think of it that way. Like I enjoyed it as a movie. It's a great. Like I like the Iron Man movies as they are. I don't relate them to the comic book series. So I like them. They're fine. Um. The thing is, is that I really enjoy the Mandarin. Like I, since since they announced Mandarin, I've had, had to go back and like research it because I never really got into the Iron Man comic books. So it also makes it a little bit easier for me to enjoy the movies. Um, but I really like the Mandarin in the comic book series, and you could really tie that in well with Thanos. And since Thanos will be in Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like they could tie everything together really well. Now, with that being said, Ben Kingsley was fucking badass as the Mandarin, or the quote-unquote Mandarin. Um, but if they were to bring somebody in, I, I don't know... I don't have anybody pictured in my head who could be a really good Mandarin. Like, mm-hmm. I would actually almost say, like, Jackie Chan, if he was less... Like, he's a really good serious actor when he wants to be, but I don't know if he's still, like, doing acting. I know he's got, uh, a, he's got an he's album out now. Well, he's, he's got- doing this Chinese Zodiac, but it's a Chinese release only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's got like, he's got music out. He's a really good singer. Um, he's got music out, and like Jackie Chan Adventures has been making like this comeback. So <laughs> I don't know. Well, didn't Jackie didn't you Chan. know all Asian actors and actresses also do music? <laughs> it's a thing. I'm, t- yeah, I'm gonna I'm call it right that. now. George Takei is the real Mandarin. Yes. <laughs> I'd be okay no, with that. I, I love I love I love I love him a lot, but no. Nah, he's a little too old for the role, but that was mostly me just throwing shit on the wall to see it would stick. Uh, my personal take, I think, fact, it's a good idea, because a lot of fans who were of the comics were a little upset with the twist. Personally, I enjoyed it because I didn't think we were going to get a real-world Mandarin because its original creation was uh, very racist back in the day. Um, oh, I, I was... really love Adahe's idea, though, of actually having it be Ken- Ben Kingsley all along, and it was just a <laughs> swerve. That would be fucking fantastic if that ends up being the case, and if that's another thing you predict, Adahe, you have to stop making predictions because they all seem to be coming true. <laughs> you get a new job. I'll be a, I'll be the next Nostradamus. I'll be yeah. movie Nostradamus. Uh, exactly. But but if any I of those stories things come through, we're gonna we're gonna kill you. That's what's <laughs> gonna will, happen. I will murderize you if those Star Wars things come true. Just saying. <laughs> Looking in the chat room, Mike has said fact that he liked the things that the uh, new swerve would be a good idea. Anthony as well said, fact, could be a good idea. On top of what Adahe said, add in Ben Kingsley having the power rings and was mind-controlling all the aim fools to real- to not realize what he was doing all along. So basically, he was pulling the strings all along. That could be really cool. That would be that could be really cool. And it, again, ties in well with Thanos, because you get the gauntlet. Yeah, I'm down with this. I think it'd be an interesting twist. I mean, God only knows. These Marvel one-shots people have said have been really good. I've only seen a few of them, but the, supposedly the one that came on Iron Man 3 that was featuring uh, Peggy Carter was really good. I haven't seen it yet. The consultant one on Thor is hilarious. 
If you don't have a chance, go watch. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Are they available via the YouTubes? Because I I pretty much watch things that are on my. TV. I would say you can probably find it on YouTube if you do like Marvel, Thor, the Consultant, and look it up on YouTube. You'll probably find the Consultant one shot. Okay. Not that I advocate the piracy of anything in any way, shape, or form. Yada yada yada. We don't shiver any timbers here. So I got to award points again. I'm going to award it to Adahay because he came up with the clever twist of having Ben Kingsley's Mandarin have been in on all along, and I love that idea. You get one point, so now you're leading like three to one to zero. I think you got this game in the bag, my friend. Let's all kill him. <laughs> Bang. Kill him and steal his points. Can we divvy them up? You can split the points, is what you're saying. <laughs> so, fact or fiction statement number three. The Batman Arkham Origins bugs are a big deal. Fact or fiction? The, say it again. The bugs in Batman Arkham Origins are a big deal. Fact okay. or fiction? Are you talking about the game? The game. The- There's a lot of bugs and glitches in it. For those that aren't familiar, here's some of the examples. There is an infinite falling slash falling out of world bug that's on all platforms. There's an unable to continue story thing that happens sometimes when people die instead of unlocking continue. The free flow focus mode is not unlocking upon reaching a certain rank on all platforms. On the PC, there's a progression blocker keeping some players from navigating through uh, Burnley Tower. There's corrupted saves on the 360, and there's just random crashes and freezes on the 360 as well. And I can attest to the fact that mine just randomly froze right in the middle of some things. It was really annoying because the autosave was 30 minutes ago. And fighting Deathstroke sucked. Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) There's some really bad glitches you would have in a day one thing that, yes, you can patch them, but should you really put a game out like that, I guess is what it comes down to. So, do you guys think these are a big deal? Starting with... Let's start with you, Ada. Hey, you're a gaming expert. Yes. Um, anything that corrupts save files is always a big deal and can be a, a huge deterrent to your sellers. Um, now, the funny thing about it is, on the PC side, people have put out some unofficial, um, quite kind of illegal patches to fix <laughs> these issues. Yes, they have. Um, but the PC one is completely playable with these patches. Ha-ha, console nerds. <laughs> uh, WB Games has said they expect to have a software update to be available within the next week, but some of these they haven't figured out yet in their official statement when they're reading the issues, they said, well, we're still looking into it. It took gamer nerds like a day to fix the problem. It's going to take them two weeks. It's just not acceptable. Fair enough. Uh, Naki, how about yourself? Big they're deal? a huge deal. They're a huge deal. Fact. Um... Arkham City, you, you have to realize that not only do people um, like expect a fantastic game with Arkham Origins, it's that it's compared to Arkham City, which Arkham City was a beautifully done, wonderful game, and then you get Arkham Origins, which is supposed to be a sequel or prequel. I haven't actually played it, so I don't know. Prequel. Um, prequel to uh, Arkham City. And the hype behind it, and the advertising, and the, it was going to be great, it was going to be another Arkham, and then it just flopped. Like, like I had not heard somebody say something good about it. And I'm like, and it's mostly because of these bugs. And it's like, I'm sure if the bugs weren't there, people would actually enjoy the game. But nobody's enjoying the game because they, you know, they keep fucking up. So, I think it's gonna, it's gonna hurt them, and in the long run, like, a lot of people aren't just gonna, like, I don't even, I have no interest in it, so it's like, 
you know, if if there's people like me who wait a couple of weeks to buy games because it's like, well, I don't know what if it's going to be worth it. We let you guys buy it first. Um, well, in all fairness, those bugs should be fixed by then. So any people that are bitching about bugs after that haven't updated the game. But like how, but like what Adahe said, you know, gamer nerds fixed it in a day. People for us on on the consoles, we we have to wait fucking two weeks, and that doesn't, you know. I think it'll deter people from actually, you know, people like me who wait a while to buy their games, it'll deter us from buying it. Well, let me counter and say people have bad short-term memories on some of these things. Yeah, yeah That's before buying true. the Xbox One. That's how awful <laughs> the short-term oh, memories God, are. Oh, God, really? <laughs> why? I don't know, Chris. Why are you buying the Xbox One? I canceled my pre-order last week. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. You're forgiven. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, asshole. (laughs) I don't smoke pipes. I smoke cigars. Put that in your cigar and smoke it. Yeah, it's better. Um, Are you you switching to PS4 or are you just going to actually get a real computer? I haven't decided what I'm going to do in all honesty. It's just there's nothing nothing that appeals to me right now that I can't play on my Xbox 360, so why do I need another console or a better computer is how I looked at it. Uh, So what you're saying is you're going to get a better computer. All right. Probably. Um, Who knows? Plus, the Xbox One would be welcoming Big Brother into your life even oh, more. Big Brother's already in my life. He works for Big he's Brother. In, he's in everyone's life, but, like, Xbox One is fucking creepy. It monitors your heart rate. It, yeah. It, it, Chris actually is Big Brother, actually. If you really, <laughs> shh, don't tell. But anywho, going back on topic, uh, Sari, fact or fiction, the bugs are a big deal for Arkham Origins. Absolutely fact. Um... I feel like, I mean, a lot of games, say, for instance, Defiance. Defiance did this, like, whole long beta thing where you could sign up and play, and fi- and they they were basically figuring out bugs that way. Like, why couldn't Arkham uh, Origins have done that? Because if you're putting out a product, you want it to be polished. Like, you're, you're not putting out a beta version. You're putting out the final, the finished version. I, I think mean, it's. I think it seems to indicate their beta period wasn't long enough. Probably. Yeah, it clearly wasn't. <laughs> I, I I agree with everyone else. I say it's a fact. These bugs are a big deal. Much like Adahe said, if it corrupts save games, that pisses people off because you put hours into something and then it's all gone, and you're yeah. like, fuck. You're just like, screw it. I don't care. I'm not doing it again. There's you sell amazing, your game back for shit like that. Yeah. There's this amazing game for the uh, GameCube called Eternal Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows how much it irritated people when you deleted your save game because it was part of the game that it would uh, delete your save game. Oh. Um, and it was a joke. It was just the whole thing was a, a you know, psychological horror game. And as your insanity goes down, crazy shit happens. And one of the things it was doing is you go to save, and it goes save corrupt deleting game, and it puts you back <laughs> on the starting screen. You're like, what the fuck? And you hit start, and it goes right back to where you were at just to fuck <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> you know, how many people got That's pissed and turned tactic. off their GameCube, I wonder? <laughs> that was back when the GameCube was awesome, though. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, buggy games are uh, just a no-go. Like, for instance, I have access to uh, the Hex Alpha right now, the Hex TTG Alpha. Uh, we talked about that a couple episodes ago, and I think Bachman got into it, too, but I don't know if he's gotten his invite yet or not. Uh, I'm not playing it, because that is some buggy shit. It's an alpha. I don't have time to deal with bugs. See, and we got Prison Architect, which is a really good alpha right now, as we oh, keep yeah. playing through it. But uh, let me continue my trend. I, I do say fact it's a big deal, 
it goes to show, though, a continuing trend you're starting to see with game developers on console and PC side things is they're starting to put out buggy games and not caring because, like, oh, we'll meet our deadline. We can just patch it later. And it's happening more and more often. And I think this highlights one of my concerns I had originally with this game is the fact that they brought it in-house and WB Games did it instead of Rocksteady, who did the last two Batman games, which, coincidentally, were the only two Batman games that are universally loved, that people didn't all hate. I can pretty much guarantee you if Rocksteady put the game out, it would not have been that buggy. There might have been some small glitches here and there, but to have a glitch that fucks up your save game is unacceptable. Completely. I think everyone agrees on that. Going going into the chat room, Anthony has said, Fiction, it's not a big deal because I have not bought Arkham Origins because fucking Lego Marvel. He's got a point. (laughs) Yeah, Lego Marvel is awesome. I've been playing the hell out of that. I have too. My, my girlfriend and I have been playing co-op. And then uh, Mike has also said, fact, the bug stopped him from buying the game. He's got Assassin's Creed 4 to keep him busy. He ain't got time for buggy games. And then Bachman has also said he has not gotten his hex invite yet out of here. Oh, it's it's really buggy. Like, you don't want to mess around with it. You should probably get angry, I'm guessing, on the way yeah. it glitches out. It's an alpha, though. If you expected the alpha not to be buggy, then you're wrong. Yeah, I'm going to award points in this case and say we all get them because we're all 100% right that a buggy game is completely unacceptable and we all shared that same opinion. So shame on you. 60 bucks? Yeah, shame on you, WB Games, for putting out a game. 60 bucks? Yeah. Not for me. Yeah, shame on you for putting out a game that's so buggy it glitches safe game files. That's unacceptable. Freezes are pretty annoying too, honestly. Yeah. Freezes, or at least you can get over it because you know it's going to get patched, but if your game gets corrupted, even a patch probably isn't going to fix that. Yeah, that's true. I've hit yeah, no console game for 60 bucks. That's fucking ridiculous. That's yeah, consoles and games are 60 bucks at launch, except the Lego games are 50 at launch, I think. Yeah, well, the Lego was 40 at launch for uh, for me, and I actually got it on sale 10% off. So, so it was like 36. Bloody fucking Doffy, no joking. <laughs> <laughs> So, our winner this week, and now the reigning champion of Factor Fiction, is one Mr. The Atahe. Congratulations, sir. I know, I'm awesome. Somebody how would kill you like him us, steal his points. How would you like us to commemorate your victory? Uh, all of you have to uh, participate in Nick, Nick Cage November. I already am. God damn it. <laughs> you have to do it twice. Okay. I don't want to do it twice. <laughs> Naki's also taking my said... turn at it, too, so she's doing it three times. I don't know, I kind of like Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> I do enjoy Gone in 60 Seconds. I've already watched Vampire's Hiss and, and Leaving Las Vegas, and today is, is saving or leaving or raising Arizona, I think. Hang on, let me look. Oh, no, I think it's Con Air today. Con Air is at least a, a, a decent movie. Today um, is, yeah, the third, which is Con Air. Conair's not bad. The Conair's not bad. I, I I'll survive that one. Well, what do you guys There's say the... we start wrapping up? Because looking at the clock, we about hit our time. You guys cool with that? I'm okay with this. Sure. All right, oh, we're gonna snake eyes. I, is coming. I'd like to actually. I'd like to just give one quick mention because I I didn't really talk about Japan, but I wanted to mention um, the two amazing. Well, there there are lots of amazing flavors of. Caramel that come out of Japan. I mean, the the Kit Kat flavors are awesome too, but there's beer caramel. There is what? Where'd it go? That's awesome. 
There is corn caramel. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'll be honest. I really am. There is potato caramel. And the shit tastes like potatoes or corn or beer. It's really, really weird. The Japanese do not fuck around with flavors. Seriously. Um, there's, there's a caramel apple one. There's a red bean one. There's one called Shizuku, which I think is some sort of other bean. Um, oh, and the best one, especially because I'm married to a black dude. This one, you can't read it because the letters are freaking tiny. The English letters, it's called Black Lover's Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> does, does it taste like Brent? <laughs> I haven't tasted it yet, but I could taste it. I could taste it right now. Right now on air. Hang There's on. There's some live breaking news you guys are getting right now on air. <laughs> yes. Right T- now on air, Siri is tasting what? her black lover. Yep. <laughs> black lover right here. Sexy face. <laughs> so. I'm trying to figure out what the hell this tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while you're figuring that out, question in the chat room for you guys. How do you participate in Nick Cage November? Naki Madahe, you probably have the uh, best knowledge uh, there. I just closed it. There's a uh, link to it. I'll, I'll get the thing. Uh, there's a image. You just watch the movies on these specific days. Um, it's pretty simple to do, unless someone else already beat me to the image. Um, it's right day there one in the chat was room. Fit. Yeah. Day one was... Uh, was Vampire's Kiss. Day two was uh, uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Today is Con Air. Uh, what's tomorrow? Hey, at least you guys tomorrow, get to watch Raising Kick-Ass. Arizona, and then Snake Eyes, Adaption, and 8mm. 8mm is a bad then, movie. And then The Rock, and then Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, personally, I'm looking forward to Wicker Man. Um, Bangkok Kick-Ass Dangerous is, is in here, guys. Yeah, Kick-Ass is in there. You got Ghost Rider 2, though. That's rough. That's really rough. Um, I've like, watched five like a, minutes of Ghost Rider 2 already. It's like so, a flamethrower. So let, let's check back in with Sari here. What's the verdict? Um, have have you determined the, the flavor? The black sesame caramel, actually. It, it's a it's very faint hint of it. It's mostly like caramel, but it's pretty delicious. I, I give it an A. <laughs> Well, there you go. A for the Black Lover's Caramel. This is epic breaking news, courtesy of all things good nerdy at atgnpodcast.com. There you go, guys. Another image here. Sexy. (laughs) All right, guys, let's start wrapping things up. And since we're running over time, let's just go through and give everyone a chance to say some, some parting thoughts or closing thoughts they might have. So, Naki, how about you go first? Um, Potato Waste just sent us a YouTube link for Not It of Call Me Maybe. Um, I don't know what it is because I can't I can't see what it is. Um, it's not working on my phone, um, so I'll have to look at it after after we're done here because I can't run a Google Hangout and do anything else. Um, this week Saga came out. Uh, so I squeed loudly, and then I read it, and then I squeed some more because I fucking love this story. If you aren't reading Saga, you really need to change that because it is it is like if Star Wars and Game of Thrones 
had a baby, and then that baby had sex with Romeo and Juliet, and that's basically what Saga is. Um, that actually sounded kind of gross. Anyways, yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay, so the baby grew up and then had sex with Romeo and Juliet. There you go. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, that's that's Saga. And on top of that, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out this week, so I had that. Um, so that's what I've been reading. Uh, as for things I've been doing, um, I'm actually promoting a thing called Loot Drop, which is a um, charity event that's happening tonight at Emporium Beercade in Chicago, if you are in the area. Um, it is a charity event for kitties. Um, they're doing a beer tasting and stuff like that. I actually can't make it, which makes me kind of sad that I've been promoting it and then I can't go. Um, but it's a charity for the children's. If, you can't, if you're coming down from Extra Life... You know, you're probably in a coma, but congratulations, you did Extra Life. <laughs> Yay! We have so many friends doing Extra Life today, or yes, yesterday. There were quite a few. There were quite a few of our former guest hosts who did Extra Life. Um, you know, so congratulations to all of them. And if you make it to Loot Drop tonight, give Ryan um, a high five. And or This is Ryan Bond, not our normal Ryan that's on here, but make sure you, you say hi to everybody and get some good beer and play some classic arcade games. Mmm, beer. Drink Sorry, all the I beer distracted. for me, I can't, I can't have beer, so drink all the beer for me. I'm, I want beer now. Anywho, so um, let me go next, because my stuff's real quick. I've been playing Batman Arkham Origins. I can give you beer caramel. Ooh. Now I'm intrigued. Beer caramels. Anyway, I've been playing Batman Arkham Origins and Lego Marvel, and Lego Marvel, like Anthony said, is freaking glorious. I'm maybe halfway through the regular story mode, and then I'm going to go through and do everything in free play, because there's just something fun about switching characters and smashing the hell out of things with giant characters. It is a fantastic game, quite possibly my favorite Lego game as of now. Play it. You will not regret it. And then I'm catching up on TV. I finally got caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and... I'm liking where they're going because there's kind of an overarching plot maybe starting to develop. A little bit of one. And what else have I been getting into? Going to go see Thor next weekend when it comes out because why not? Because it's all I Thor. Got. What about the book Thief? The what? It's great. The book Thief opens next week as well. It looks it? awesome. Hmm. Well, Thor's my priority. I might go see that afterwards. Thor! How about yourself, Adahay? What have uh, you been working on doing? I've been playing a lot of Lego Marvel, as well as another game that I'm going to recommend everyone go buy as soon as they can, called Spelunky. Um, it will make you hate yourself and possibly break things, but it is amazing <laughs> fun. Um, it's it's available on every console whatsoever, It's and on PC. Um, also, the game on sale on Steam today is really good. You should go buy it, too. It's another indie title um, called Game Dev Tycoon, also amazing. Uh, you should go buy that because it's awesome. Wasn't Spelunky a game when we were kids? Or am I'm, I thinking? No, I'm thinking uh, Lemmings. I think I'm kind yeah. of intrigued by the game Dev Tycoon. I'll be honest. It's really good. Um, what else was I gonna say? Uh, I went to watch an awesome movie today called Las Vegas. It was really good. Uh, was it good? It looked yeah. interesting. It was good. It was good. Uh, and that's all I got. Fair enough. Sari, how about yourself? What have you been getting into? Um. Well, apart from having just been to Japan on our late honeymoon and trying lots of crazy, crazy candies, um, I have been playing um, Professor Layton on the DS, the 3DS, actually. 
um, because I love puzzles and I love Professor Layton. I would marry him if you were a real character. <laughs> and if I weren't already married. Sorry, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Um, there, this actually came out last year, and I've been super, super slacking, but I bought the... There's a graphic novel version of um, A Wrinkle in Time, which... I bought and haven't read yet, so I'm super excited to read that, um, which I will read as soon as I finish my current book, which is um, the, Flo- uh, the War of the Flowers by Tad Williams. It's like a, an urban fantasy uh, book where all the major fairy houses are named after flowers, but it's um, Tad Williams is actually one of my favorite authors, um, he is probably the best world builder that I've ever read. So um, if you haven't read him, I would check him out. Um, my first series of his was the Otherland series, which is a bit of a struggle to tackle. It's four like giant books, but it's amazing. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm in the middle of, of uh, War of the Flowers right now. What else? What else? What else? Um, I just wrote down his name so I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can even lend you the book when I'm done. Um, uh, that might be it. That might be it. And I have a cute kitty. Kitty. <laughs> Mew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kitty was not a fan. <laughs> kitty was not a fan. <laughs> Mew. So. Yeah, I think I think that's about it. Sorry, um, kitty. Oh, and we will also be going to see Thor uh, for sure because we like Thor and we like all the Marvel movies that have been coming out. And I'm excited about the new Captain America movie. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I really yeah. think so. I need to see the first Captain America movie because I haven't seen it. But I will. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, and Despicable Me, which made me prefer. I'm going to show it to my mom. I need to see the second one. I haven't seen yes, the second one yet either. Do. The second one is better than the first one. Is the it really? The second one is totally better than the first one. I mean, I love the first one too, but But it's so one... lovely. Beedle, beedle, beedle. Sorry. <laughs> that's, my, that's my alarm clock right now. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, guys, is it you I think doing it? Because I might want you doing it for my alarm clock. <laughs> I'll, I'll record it. Yay! Well, guys, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week on All Things Good and Nerdy. A big thank you to our peanut gallery for joining us today and our people that chimed in via the Google Hangouts Q&A. We appreciate the comments, the feedback, and the participation because it's fun to not feel like we're just talking to each other and have other people out there listening. So a thank you for that. Don't forget, you can find us on the internet at other sites like our website at atgnpodcast.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or on Twitter at atgnpodcast. Those are all the ways you can get a hold of us. And I think we have a Google Voice number 304-806-ATGN. Yeah, you can call us there. Sorry, had a brain fart and forgot. (laughs) (laughs) How could you? We're only 81 episodes in. You'd think I'd stop forgetting things by now, (laughs) but not really. Oh, God, we're 81 episodes in. Getting closer to the triple digits, then we can quit. I mean, what? What are we going to do for that? I feel like we should do something for our... The 101st ATGN. Fuck it, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) This was fun. Bye, guys. 
See you guys. Now I think we should go and beat the fanboy buzz by one episode, then quit. That's not like a plan, actually. <laughs> Just to take their record. <laughs> They're our good friends. You could plan on being all in the same room for it. That's scary. <laughs> the world might end if we were all in one room together. Yeah, we all have to go to Chicago since Naki's like poor and shit. I am poor. That's what I get for being a writer. Why the fuck would you go to Chicago ever in your life? C2E2. Yeah. Okay, that's the only reason. Chicago's (laughs) awesome. Fuck you. With your West Virginia. Yeah, uh, on that note, fuck you, Adam. No, I'm joking. (laughs) So, wait, how's Virginia? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been to Virginia. Well played, Sari. Thank you again for joining us today. You definitely earned a seat at the table with that right there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us. You're welcome to come back anytime. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> That's going to wrap welcome. us up for this week, Internets. We'll see you later. Have a good week. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gun and Geek Podcast Network. You can find ATGN in a variety of places. Some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like Stitcher Radio. In fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com slash network where you can find all things good and nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek network family. If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Join the Adahe, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. 